Hey, uh, make sure you be, you're listening. Like in the next twenty minutes, you could win tickets to attend the Woodward Dream Show, returning to the M1 Concourse in Pontiac, August eighteenth and nineteenth. The Woodward Dream Show is back, bigger and bolder than ever. August 18th and 19th at M1 Concourse. Be listening in the next 20 minutes. Sometime in the next 20 minutes, we will give you your opportunity. Okay, this is absolutely downright frightening when you see a headline like this. Hospitals and clinics are now among America's most dangerous workplaces. Are you kidding me? What what are we doing wrong as a society when this is a reality, sadly, I might add, a reality. Well, to help us answer that question, let's welcome in our next guest, Koki Giles. She is the VP for the National Nurses United Hospitals and Clinics. It is amazing to me that we're even having this conversation. I wish we were talking to you about much happier things, but at the same time, I guess we have to talk about it. Let's welcome her in, Koki uh, Giles, thank you so much for joining us, Koki. How are you? I'm fine, and uh, it's Giles. Giles, right? my apologies. My apologies. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, please tell us about this. You you read this headline, hospitals and clinics now among America's most dangerous workplaces. Koki, what are we doing wrong? Well, uh, I'll tell you, one of the, one of the biggest reasons is... Um, I've been a nurse over 40 years, and you're right. This is a a, a new uh, a new uh, statistic for us. This is not something that we're very happy with or very um, pleased with. Uh, there's a lot of factors, but probably the the most important one is um, the staffing levels that um, for years, even before the pandemic, um, labor costs in a lot of businesses are, are a big part of what cuts into profit and nurses carry a big load because you have to have nurses of adequate numbers in order to staff a hospital. And when the numbers go down, not because they went around firing people, but when people got done to retirement, injury, moving, they just didn't replace them. So for years we've, we've been working with in a lot of places, bare bones staffing and if you can picture in a in a facility that maybe even a small facility that only has two people working on a floor some nights when there should be three and four you only have to have a little bit go wrong and you know just patients are waiting and waiting and waiting to have their pain med brought or or to have somebody answer some of their needs even as much even as little as needing help to the bathroom and there's nobody to do that you see anxieties you see anger you see aggressiveness and that's what that's what we're seeing and it's depressing just hearing you say this i you know koki i can't imagine and once again uh koki giles uh vice president national nurses united uh, Koki, it's not that long ago, uh, from from my perspective, that I, I think you in the hospitals, the nurses, the doctors, you, you guys were the front line. You were be ha- being hailed as heroes uh, for, because we were all dealing with something that none of us had seen before. And 
Uh, how did we go from that time that doesn't seem like that long ago to where things are at today? Well, again, like I want to mention, this this was happening before the pandemic. Sure. What happened when the, when the pandemic hit is people... Well, number one, we lost thousands of nurses to 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 the pan, to the pandemic. They died. Mm. They died because we were not given adequate um, personal protection, protective equipment. We were overworked. We were in many places told to come into work even if we were infected. And you know, I think what's happened is a lot of nurses came to the realization that it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it anymore. And as long as they were going to keep the staffing levels at that level. But think back to when you had people looking through windows at their loved one because they weren't allowed to come into the hospital to spend the last few hours with their loved one. That raised an awful lot of anxiety, anger. And, you know, people feel emboldened now to act out their unhappiness with rules and the way things are going, and I'm not wearing a mask when I come in, and I'm just coming in. And, you know, that's that's what we've seen society doing. And I just I want to tell you, if right now in this country we have a million nurses that have active licenses that could be working, and they choose not to because they cannot work, a lot of places are 12-hour shifts, turns out to be 15 by the time you finish, no, no breaks, no breaks for meals, no breaks to go to the bathroom. Um, nobody should have to work like that, and that's what they're expecting the so-called heroes to put up with. It is depressing. Some of the numbers, and, and sadly, I'm sure you're aware of this. About three in four non-fatal workplace violence injuries involved workers in the healthcare and social work world in 2020. That's the most recent year for which these statistics are, are available. Koki, what would you want to tell people out there? We we have a big audience here in Detroit, a, a big transmitter. We, we're we going all over the place. What would you tell people out there from your perspective? Well, from my perspective, I would say um, we have been trying very hard to uh, get a national national build because I'll tell you, I, I work in a little in a small uh, medium hospital in Bangor, Maine. But you shouldn't have to go hospital to hospital to get these types of pr- protections. We're asking what is it's the workplace violence workplace violence protection, and that would that would be an OSHA directed plan that would you know make the hospitals give us give us some tools to use so that we can prepare ourselves but on top of that the most important thing and it comes in that same bill is doing mandated safe staffing of those million nurses that are not working they would come back to the bedside if they had better working conditions as in more nurses working that is what this that's what we're saying it it happened when california got their bill in in the early 2000s and they had people flocking back to take positions so it's 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 a, it's a house and senate bill both we've had it there year after year 
And that would be the biggest help is to get this passed in one fell swoop. Mm. Koki, I, I, I'll add this from my own sentiment to anybody out there. Chill out. The easiest thing in the world is to be nice. And these uh, fine people are just doing their job. I am so sorry that you have to put up with this, uh, Koki. Uh, hopefully, as you said, uh, this is something that, that we can rectify in the near future because, uh, you know, this is one of those things. You don't need a nurse until you need a nurse. And uh, my gosh, to hear people staying away, that, that just sends chills down the spine. No doubt about that. Koki, anything um, else before we let you go? Yeah, yeah I want to tell you um, – you know, as we get older, we will all, unless you die, tragically, tragical, tragic death somehow, we're all going to end up needing a hospital or needing a nurse. And I'm telling you right now, every every day that goes by that we don't do something active, proactive, we're not going to have young people coming into the nursing profession or the social uh, social services protection because it's not just us. It's, it's it's all of us in there. Um, so yeah, it, unless you want to come and see, there's no hospital in your in your town and your vicinity. You know, nobody to help you at all. That's what will happen. Well said, uh, Koki Giles. We wish you nothing but the best of VP National Nurses United. Thanks for the perspective and hopefully the rea- the reality check for a lot of people out there as well. Have a fantastic weekend, Koki. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. Koki Giles kindly joining us. Hey, I told you to listen, didn't I? I told you the Word Word Dream Show is back, bigger and bolder than ever, August 18th and 19th at the M1 Concourse in Pontiac. This celebration of car enthusiasm in the heart of the Motor City features hot rods, customs, cruisers, muscle cars, and more. Plus, this year, the honoring of the 70th anniversary of Corvette. Corvette, Mopar, and Ram Charger 65th. Be caller number nine right now at 800-859-0WJR, and we will hook you up with a pair of tickets to the M1 Woodward Dream Show. Oh, by the way, for a bonus chance to win, text keyword DREAM to 800-859-0957. All right? Caller 9-800-859-0WJR will hook you up. Bonus chance to win. Text keyword DREAM to 800-859-0957. Official rules at WJR.com. Learn more about M1 Concourse's Woodward Dream Show at M1Concourse.com. Don't go anywhere. One more segment for us. And then, of course, Mitch and the gang here, 4 o'clock on 760 WJR.